Episode 11 of Being Touched by Mercy and Living on Grace Podcast. I'm your co-host, Dwayne Butts, and joining me today are my daughters, Terralisha and Taisha. Hey. Hey, y'all. And y'all know, my wife always give a disclaimer, you must be in a personal relationship with Christ to fully grasp these teachings, and to live this kind of abundant life. Jesus said, "Jesus, you must accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10 says, If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. Amen. Amen. So if you believe that, if you believe God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. So just to recap, last week we talked a little bit about breaking the chains of bondage and getting free. So we know that we talked about the slave that was that was free and then he wanted to really follow after his his old slave master. And we talked about the kite, how it wanted to be free, you know. So, and just like us, you know, a lot of times when, when as Jesus has signed our papers, our emancipation proclamation papers, he's freed us and we still want to follow the devil. We still want to follow our flesh. So, you know, we breaking those chains, we breaking those that bondage from sin. But this week is a special. We have a special message for fathers, and um, we just we're gonna read the scripture from Matthew chapter three, verses thirteen through seventeen. And if we had to put a, a, a title or a topic on this, it would be signs of a godly father. Amen. Uh, verse 13 says, Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this then, do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. 
At that moment, heaven was open and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love. With him, I am well pleased. Amen. 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 And just to, you know, just I just want to honor or we just want to honor the men of God today by sharing with you this reading that that we believe will speak power, will speak uh, to our role and responsibility as godly men. Uh, I never got to know my dad and or my father. He passed away when I was about six months old. So God has been watching over me and protecting me all my life. And I thank God for that. I learned to thank God not only for the things that he, he has given me, but I thank him for the works that he has done in my life. When I think of, when I thought uh, the doors that God had opened for me, when I think about those, the doors, the jobs he has given me, the favor he has shown on my life, the blessings he has worked out in my life, I, you know, I just realized how blessed I am. And, and God, you know, since I didn't really have my, my physical father here, God has always been there. He's always been there. And I remember when I was young and uh, used to have to, me and my cousins, we was staying in an old abandoned house and we used to break in houses and cook their food and eat. And, you know, we would go to the supermarkets and steal some food to eat. And we didn't have no running water or nothing at this old abandoned house. And, uh, but God was always there and he, he, he allowed me to finish school and he allowed me to go to the military. And then in 1991, he, he gave me a wife and a beautiful wife of almost 30 years this December. And don't get me wrong. I love my wife, but the greatest relationship God could have ever given me happened on February the 7th, 1990. And again on July 14th, 1994. And last but not least, on September the 29th, 2000, when he gave me the awesome opportunity to become a father. There is nothing like in the world as being like being a dad. You know, I've been called a lot of names by a lot of different people. But there is only three people, well, four, my son-in-law, who have been given the God-given rights to call me dad. Nothing in the world can compare to hearing my daughters calling me dad. It's a beautiful thing. And so I just want us to go down to the Jordan River and hang out a little while at Jesus' baptism so we can get an understanding of what it takes to be a godly father. Mm -hmm. And we know we know that there's much debate about who was there at Jesus' baptism, who really baptized him. We ain't getting into that. We want to talk about, you know, what God's, what he did at this baptism. And the first thing we see, you know, God showed up. And dads, that's the thing. We got to make our presence known. We got to be there. When it involves our child, being there means a lot to them. When we show up, 
And it's cause what's making it so significant, we know here and God hadn't said nothing. He hadn't had a public declaration, you know, since for 400 years. He hadn't he didn't have nothing to say to Israel, nothing to say to the prophets, nothing to say to his children. But suddenly, after 400 years, God shows up at the Jordan River and says, I got something to say. And, you know, so we have to know that it's important that we be there. When when our child is is have something going on that's that's really important in their lives, and I asked God, I said, "Well, God, after four hundred years, you wasn't speaking to your children, the ones you call Israel, the ones you set aside, you wasn't even speaking to them, but now you show up." And He said, "Because this is my son. This is my son. So something happens, dads." When we show up, you know, I just remember when, you know, at my daughter's school, the teachers knew me because I would just show up on GP. You know, these are my daughters and and I had a right to be here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just let them know, you know, and and, hey, they knew they they if they didn't treat my girls right, that was going to show up, you know, because I'm going I'm going I'm going to tell them something. Mama ain't going to. That mama won't, and and hey, so that's just how it is, you know. And we have to we have to let our children know that they're important, whatever it is, no matter how small it might be in their lives. If they think it's is if they love it, then we need to enjoy it. Yeah. We need we need to be there for them and just let them know that I support you. If whatever you, whatever you, whatever you do. Amen. Amen. And I know like from a child's perspective, that means so much as a, as a child to have a father just come and be, you know, and you know, the, us going to the movies, us playing on a Wii, us just Cutting up, you know, this, like your, your father just being there and even like, him being there when you're sad, I know, like, sometimes I'll just get in the mood and he'll be like, what's wrong with Ty? You know, so the fact that he actually cares about you and can go that extra mile to know, like, you're not the same. And that that comes with that connection that you grow with your, grow that I have with my father and, like, that I've grown with him because of the connection and how much time that we've spent together and, you know, we can talk about since daddy has grown, like as a father, the more that he's been connected to God, that the more that he starts looking like God and acting like God. And then then now I want to look at him and say, OK, this is what I need to be doing, because dad, we have seen him. We, you know, when we were still in school, like in, in elementary school and GI high school and stuff, we pray around the bed at a certain time and we he would pray, you know, and now we grow up and we, we see that we have to pray because that's how we connect with God. That's how our you were that's part of our relationship with God. And so th- he wa- he has that relation to God and that's why we yearn for a relationship with God. And so that that's a really important to me that I and really helpful, you know, to show that I, I 
that we have a good example of how we should act and how we should walk, how we should talk, because as he's following God, he's being, he's growing in peace. He's growing in love. He's growing in kindness. And so we, we want to do that same thing. And it doesn't just seem as don't do as I say, but do it, you know, don't do as I do, but do as I say, but it comes as the opposite, you know, do as I do, because he knows that he's leading us in the right direction because he's following God and he's connected with God. And that was like, so, so powerful when he was, when he, it says at that moment, heaven was open and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and enlightening on him. That shows how close God was to Jesus, his son and that connection, you know, and that's, that's what we want as a child. I know like that, see your father show up. Like daddy said, it, it's something different, you know, especially when not a lot of fathers are in, in their children's lives. And, you know, we see, a lot of moms getting praised and stuff like that but like when that father is is in your life it's just it hits different like you feel just warm you feel just like okay I've actually accomplished something because you know sometimes your mom would be like you can sing you know but when your daddy said you can sing you're like okay because it's like my dad like I know I, it was just you know something about like my dad saying that my dad coming to my um, coming to my band recitals, coming to my ceremonies for my, uh, for school and stuff like that. Like everything that we did, he was at like, and so I, I thank him for showing up and I thank him for being connected to our heavenly father. So we can have a, a example, like we can have a good example to walk into. Amen. Right. And, you know, there's a difference between having a good father and having a godly father. And I think for me, I I got to have both of those. I, I got to see my dad's transformation. I got to see dad's transformation. I had I got to see his baptism, you know, and baptism is our, our public symbol of our faith in God and our new direction in life. And when we come up out of that water, we strive to be greater and God leader. And so seeing dad's transition from, you know, being a good dad, buying me everything I wanted, teaching me, you know, educating me on different things, work ethic, finances. I had a good father. But then as he grew and I grew in our Christian journey, mm. I began to have a godly father that was Amen. teaching me more about God's power and God's forgiveness, you know, forgiveness and his love and his mercy and his grace. Mm. And it was a big, you know, that I've seen that transition for what, 20 years or so over 20 years, I've seen my dad grow and, you know, I've grown and I've, you know, I've seen all the things that he's went through to get to the point that he he's at. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you said, just having daddy be the one that does it, it made a difference in our lives as girls. Mm -hmm. You know, mama could tell us all day long, 
you know, this or that. But when daddy said it, it just seemed like, you know, we were getting the approval that we wanted. Right. And then I also look at the fact, like you talked about how close God was to his son, you know, and it feels like the closer you are to God as a father, you're going to draw your child nearer to you. Right. You're going to, your child's going to want to be closer to you. They're right. going to want to spend more time with you. They're going to want to be like you right. and therefore be more God-like in their lives. Right. So it's really important to, to, to show up and be there. It, and it makes a lot of difference in our lives mm-hmm. as kids. Yeah. Amen. 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 And not only did God, you know, did he, he show up, but he all he says, I got something to say. And he says, I love you. He tells him, he, he said, whom I love, you know, and, and something phenomenal happens when a dad tells their children, I love you. And I know it's hard for a lot of dads to and, and fathers to 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 to. Uh, say those three words to their children. It's hard for them to say it sometimes to their even their wife. But you know, but we have to know that it's so important when when we tell our children that we love them. You know, it we we it shouldn't have to take uh, some other little boy, or some girl, or someone out in the streets letting our ch- you know letting our child know that they're loved. Our dad should tell us. God told, he said, whom I love. And I just remember, you know, I know all the time, every time we get off the phone with each other, and we always confirm that love, uh, affirm that love with each other, you know, by saying I love you before we get off the phone. And that was the thing with the Wednesday before Nisha passed. uh, The last words I heard her say was I love you. You know, so it's so important, you know, and I thank God for that. And one of the greatest gifts we can give our child as a dad is for them to know that we love them, Mm -hmm. regardless of where they are in life. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. And like I said, like, love, it, it, it comes with, it comes with discipline. And so... I remember getting so many whoopings. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Like, I remember one time I got a whooping twice in one day. And I was like, I don't even know. I don't, I think this is a crime. Like, <laughs> it's, it's really happening. But we, we, I had this conversation with one of my Sunday school teachers, Miss Jones, and she, she taught me so much, but I remember I was talking to her about getting whoopings, and I was like, I know it's only because he loves me, because <laughs> that's that's what he would tell me. I was, I, you know, it didn't feel like love, but now I know, like, as I'm older... I, I, I don't, I don't drink. I don't get high. Like I'm not out there. And I, I thank God that I had a father that disciplined me. And it might, it, it was with a lot of a belt, stitching cords, whatever. <laughs> but I thank God for that because Amen. now I, I don't deter from what I learned. Cause I, I'm still instilled with, 
I might still get in trouble, even though I'm not, you know, it's still in my mind, like, this is, this is not for me, and I learned that you just wanted the best for us, and that's part of the love that you have for us, is that you wanted us to be better than that, you had a standard, and you wanted us to follow that same standard, because you knew that, you know, you're better than, you're not of this world, you know, you are royal priesthood, you are a child of the most high, and so, you wanted us to walk in that, and so, it was just like, you know, it hurt. It hurt a lot. <laughs> but as we get older, we realize that it was for the best for us. And that's how you showed your love. That was part of it. It's showing your love that, okay, this is what I need to do. I don't want to. Like, I know sometimes you don't want to, but you had to. And sometimes you didn't because you just didn't feel like it. You just gave us a talk. But it was just like you needed you needed to have that balance between, okay, I, I can still, you know, be with you, show up and do these. But when you act out, you need to know that we're not about to do this. You know, we're, we're going to set some boundaries and we're going to do the things and we're going to have do what God has told us to do. And if you don't do that, we are going to be obedient to what he has said. And so I think that was, that was a really, that discipline really helped us. And that, that was part of your part of love. Amen. Right. And I think that, you know, a lot had to do with, you know, daddy being in the military and having that military mindset. Like, I know that there were some whoopings that I was like, this is not even whooping worthy. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't make the bed or I didn't even wash the dishes right. by six o'clock. I didn't think that that was worth a whooping, you know? And it was just like, it wasn't even, I don't even think it was so much as what the task was. It was the this was what I told you to do. Right. Basically, this this you were disobedient. Right. And so you have to be disciplined. And I'm going to discipline you because I love you. And I'm going to discipline you because I want you to realize that rules are in place for a reason. Right. So if we were out here, didn't get disciplined, and then we're we're an adult now, and then we don't we don't feel like these rules apply to us. Right. We're still entitled. And then that leads to us getting in more trouble, you know, breaking laws, doing all type of stuff that we wouldn't normally get involved in if we're being disciplined. Right. And like you said, sometimes love hurt, I guess. <laughs> whoopings was rough. You know, we got, I, I, I tell my husband all the time, he's like, I didn't ever really get no whoopings. And I'm like, well, one, you're a boy, I think is different when you father a boy versus a girl, you daddy only had us girls. Yeah. So it's like, I got to keep these girls on the most straight and narrowest path. Like, so that they don't end up like a lot of these other girls out here. And I got a lot of friends that they didn't have no father figure. Right. They didn't have no, no guy, no dad loving them and showing them love and showing up for them. And now they're looking for it from guys that don't know how to show it themselves because mm-hmm. they didn't have no daddy either. Right. You know, and it's really important. It's really important for a girl to know that she's loved. And, you know, like you said, it's really different when it's your dad. You know, yeah, I know my mom loves me, but it's 
you know, since we're we get adults, we're looking for a male right. to love us. And the fact that we've had a male love us our whole life right. and show us love, true love, unconditional love, it helps us to pick out the right mate. Right. Because we already know what to expect and we already know what we ain't going to go for because right. our daddy ain't going to go for it. Right. Amen. 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 It's all right right here. <laughs> All right, mamas, y'all gonna have to step it up. <laughs> but yeah, dads, you know, and and then you know, just like they were saying, it, it's 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 so important that we we be there, we uh, show our presence in our children's lives. It's so important that we tell them we love them, and also God says, "And I'm wh- whom I'm well pleased." You know, we gotta let them know that we're proud of them. You know, we we see here in in Matthew three and Luke one and I mean Luke uh, three and and Mark one, Jesus ain't even did anything. He ain't he ain't worked no miracles. He ain't raised no dead. He ain't opened no blinded eyes. He ain't walked on water, turned water into wine, mm-hmm. fed no five thousand. Nothing. All right. Nothing. He ain't did nothing. And yet God say, "I'm proud of you, Dad's, You know. Y'all need to catch this because God says this because uh, he said, because my pride is not attached to what you do. You know, my pride is connected to who you are. Right. And that's the thing. It ain't about what our children do. It's who they are. Right. You know, that's 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 our, that's my son. That's my daughter. That should be enough, mm-hmm. you know, to let and let them know that we're proud of them. And, and and these kind of things from a dad, it motivates them. It, it inspires them when they know their dad is proud of them. You know, like like Shell was saying, you know, you know, their mama can say this all day long. You know, she she can let them know and tie. But when a dad, when I say it, when I come, when I show up, or when I let them know I love them, you know, it, it's it's something happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different. So we have to know that it's a special thing when a father looks at his son or daughter and say, I'm proud of you. No, it it, it encourages them to, to mm-hmm. just strive for the next level, right. you know, and that, that is our job. Our job is to instill in them what is godly. Right. And, and when we are able to show them what it looks like, then, you know, they can see. And they can make their own dis- determination when they get out there. Right. And, and, and when I said that, it just the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and told me because think about it when when Jesus uh, was at, when he was being baptized in in chapter three here in chapter four he was he was tempted by Satan. So so now. As as our girls are, or our children are, are once they go out, mm-hmm. they're gonna be tempted right. by all kind of stuff. So they got to be prepared, and so it's so important that the dad let them know that I'm proud of you. Right. Wh- whatever you do, I love you. Right. You know, because it's it's it just makes a difference. Right, and it's it's so important that that the dad understands that we as dads. Understand that it's it's important to our children that we acknowledge 
who they are for who they are. Right. You know, not for who we want them to be. Right. You know, and, and Shell can tell you, I used to want them to be basketball players. And, you know, because I messed mine up, I threatened to shoot the coach and he wouldn't let me play ball for him. So in high school, so I, I had my girls out there, Shell and Nisha, all day trying to show them how to shoot ball. And, you know, they'd be crying, telling their mama they want to come in the house. And I said, no, y'all going to learn how to play ball. Because I was trying to live out what I missed out on through them. And But, you know, even though they didn't want to, they didn't want to do that, the things they chose to do, the sports they chose to go into, I was there, you know. And, 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 and I, I supported that. So, and, and it's important that, you know, no matter if they didn't, you know, if they didn't go into what I wanted them right. to do, I was proud of them for what they was doing. Right. And it's so important to let them know that. Right. Because I know, like, I think it's really important for for fathers to tell us as children, like, how proud of us. Because, like, I know, like, I, I hate making daddy disappointed. Like, like it would be stuff that he don't even know about. And I'd be, like, thinking in my mind that I'd be like, dang, he's going to be so disappointed <laughs> in me. Like, I don't even want to tell him. But then, like, the stuff, like, that I know that he's going to be proud of, I'm going to I'm gonna be so happy to tell him because I'm like, okay, I'm going to get praise. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get some money, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's just, like, something, it's, it really is just so comforting to know, like, okay, I've made him proud. Like, because just, it's just, like, it kind of bows Because, you know, like, we, none of us, like, none of three of us, like, we know, like, we love to make our dad proud. Like, that's something that we, we strive for, to make both of y'all proud. Like, we don't want to, we don't want to do anything that's going to, it, like, disrupt that. And so, like, as daddy was saying, it's like, you telling us that you're proud of us, when we go out and get tempted, we're not going to want to do those things. Yeah. Because we don't, we don't want to mess up that relationship that we have. We don't want to mess up that trust that we have, we have built together. You know, Amen. and so it's like, cause I know, like, shoot, estate, <laughs> it, it's crazy, estate, it's crazy at any time you go to college, but I don't, I'm instilled because I know that my dad wouldn't want me to do this. I'm, I, he has taught me that I am better than that, and like when I didn't do the things, or when I did do the things that were, you know, I was supposed to. He said, good job. You know, he said, I'm proud of you. He clapped. He smiled. He gave me a hug, you know. And, you know, for a long time, I was scared of daddy until, like, <laughs> I think until he, like, retired. Like, yeah, I was scared. But then he chilled out because I guess work wasn't, you know, stressful. <laughs> he didn't have to think about stress of work. But, you know, then he, he calmed down and I could talk to him about anything. And, you know, we just have that good relationship and we talk and he's like, good job. I'm proud of you, you know? And you just, you just, him just hearing that, it's just like a relief. Like, it just makes you feel so much better inside. And it just helps your self-esteem. Like, Amen. it boosted so much because a lot of kids don't have that with their fathers. And they don't, they they try to find it in other things. And it's like, 
I have that. And I'm so grateful that I have that. I have that privilege because I see a lot, like Shell said, a lot of my friends, they didn't have that growing up. And I see where they are and I see the difference between them and me. And I see their family, like their family build compared to mine and how that, that was different and what a difference it made in both of our lives. And I'm so grateful that I had a father that could tell me I'm proud of you, that could tell me I love love you that could use what use the problems that he had back in the day wasn't afraid to tell what he did back in the day to help me grow and so now I'm I'm determined to do better I'm determined to you know go off and have a career be successful because of those words I'm I'm proud of you amen Right. And like daddy had mentioned, you know, he had us out there playing basketball and I enjoyed basketball, but I chose to play volleyball. I enjoyed volleyball more. You know, that didn't make him be like, well, you didn't do what I wanted you to do, so I'm not going to come. He still showed up to the games. He still would help me practice volleyball. And, you know, he was still proud that I, at least, you know, of of what I was doing, right. even though it wasn't what he wanted for me. He knew that he still had to be there and support me and love me and show up for me and be proud of me regardless of which decision that I made in life. Right. And then, you know, not only that, it was important, you know, for me as a woman getting ready or a young woman getting ready to transition into college, like I said, you get to college and things are different. Yeah. And you don't have your dad or your mom right at your back. And you have to make those decisions for yourself. And you have to be like, well, you know, you still, people still want to be praised. That's one thing about us as human beings. We right. want that praise. And so, you know, you go back and forth. Well, what this, what will this make my, my parents proud or will it not? And I did some stuff in college, you know, I had racked up like $500 in parking tickets because I couldn't find my parking decal. And I was so scared. I was not going to tell daddy, but I, mama called me and she knew that something was wrong because she always knows because I act different. And she, I called, well, I talked to her and I told her what happened and I knew daddy was going to be serious and daddy, they drove down there and they got the car and they got, they were like, you ain't getting this car back. And I was just like devastated because I could have made a better decision or I could have asked for help sooner and prevented like losing out on so much money. And, you know, that was something, you know, like you said, you get, you get, dis, you get sad because you don't want to disappoint them right. and you want them to be proud of you. So then you work harder to, you know, to rebuild right. that trust that you're going to make the, the right decisions that are going to make them proud. Right. Because even though, you know, that he said, it doesn't matter if you, you know, the CEO or if you're the manager at Target, it's still something to be proud of. Right. But when you're doing something that's opposite of what God wants you to do, then of course there's going to be disappointment. And that's what we have to, we have to learn to stay away from and try to go in the direction that we were disciplined for and we were loved for. 
Daddy didn't show up and love us and discipline us for us to be making bad decisions. He did it because he wanted us to be successful and, you know, to accomplish our goals and just to be, you know, the the women that the, the best women that we could be. And so it's really important to, you know, show your kids that you're proud of them because if you know that your parent is your biggest fan, you're going to only strive to do better. Mm-hmm. And that's really important. Amen. So, uh, you know, as dads, you know, we got to, we got to know, we, we take it for granted. You know, a lot of times that our, our children, what they feel and, and and who they are, you know, in a sense, uh, we don't take their feelings in consideration. Uh, we just, you, I guess we be so busy, you know, trying to make a living for the family and and just everything. World, the world has, has just overshadowed us and has us uh, focused on so many other things. But we got to make sure as dads that we're in our children's lives. We we got to be there for them for when when it, when when uh, they're doing things that's important to them. Uh, we got to be there for them when when you know uh, when nobody else can be. You know, it's nothing like a dad being there, and we got to let them know that we love them. That's the thing, you know, I, like I said earlier, I know men, we don't want to say it, but, you know, and I remember one time I, uh, at our church in, in um, Kentucky, uh, our pastor, he was, his daughter was getting something. I forgot what they was getting. And she had came up front with some other people. And I think they was getting some kind of war for something. I can't remember. And then, you know, how pastor, he went out, everybody, you know, and shaking everybody's hand. And his daughter went to reach at his hand. You know, he was like, no, girl, give me a hug. You know what I'm saying? Even though he's the pastor, he showed that love. He's like, no, you're my daughter. I can hug you, you know. And that's how it is. That's how it should be. No matter where we are, what we're doing, our children, we can never downplay our children. Right. We got to let them know that we love them, it, it, you know, in any in, in, in setting, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, it doesn't matter. And we got to let them know that we're proud of them at all times. You know, maybe it take them six, seven years to get out of college sometimes. But, hey, we're going to have a talk, but I'm still proud, you know. And, and as long as you're doing their best, and that's what I always told our girls. If you're doing your best, I'm going to be there. You, I'm going to go get you whatever you need, but just know if I'm getting you what you need, you better give me what I what you, what you, what you need to do. You, you know what you need to do. Right. So, you know, and, and but, you know, like I always tell my wife, you know, and I'm not, I'm never going to be my daughter's friend. I'm going to be the dad. You know, I'm going to be the father. And, uh, you know, she 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 can do all that nurturing and all that stuff, all that, you know, talking, girl talk, whatever. But, hey, when it comes to me, I'm normally I'm normally uh, pretty serious about stuff. And but like Ty said, I don't I don't meddle out a lot. <laughs> I don't meddle out a lot. So uh, but I do. I want my girls to know. And, and I hope you guys, you the dads out there who's listening. 
tell your children you love them and that you're proud of them. Amen. We're proud of you. Amen. All right. I love you, Daddy. Happy Father's Day. (laughs) Happy Father's Day. Amen. Okay. So, remember, you can reach us on Facebook or Instagram, Google, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Bugsprout, and continue to share this. Tell a friend. Tell somebody. And next week, we'll continue with the series Getting to the Next Level. It's time to let go of the grief, of the guilt. I'm sorry. It's time to let go of the guilt. So we're asking, just just study uh, Romans 8, 33 through 39. And remember those three cards, the giveaway cards, uh, those gift cards, Amazon, Walmart, and Visa card will be given away on July 1st. And the winner will be announced. So thank you for joining this podcast. And remember, there will be a new episode uploaded every Thursday starting at 6 a.m. Remember, my brothers and sisters, it it takes takes grace grace to make make it. it. Amen. Amen.